John the Baptist is central figure of Athens, and I want to draw out three elements of his life. His mission, his message, and his humility. I couldn't think of a third M, so we have mission, message, and humility. First, his mission. John the Baptist, of any character in the Bible we think of, is one who is definitely on mission. An undivided purpose, totally detached from the world. He goes out into the desert. He's wearing camels here, living on locusts and honey, and he has a very clear sense of his mission. It is to prepare the way of the Messiah, to be a voice crying out in the desert. If only we had this conviction of John the Baptist that we too are a people on mission. The reality is a lot of people today, we don't know our purpose. Why are we here? What is our mission? There is a study that shows that those who reach peak performance have one thing in common. They have a clear sense of their mission. There's a story of a headhunter whose job was to interview executives. And so he had this ritual and tried to get those he was interviewing to relax and would offer them a drink, take off his coat, and then he went and asked them what he considered the most important question. What is your purpose? You see, if you wouldn't believe how many really high executives fumbled that question, the most distinct response he ever received. He said he was interviewing this man named Bob, and so went through his ritual and then asked him the question, what is your purpose? Without flinching, Bob said, my purpose is to get to heaven and to bring as many people with me as possible. This is our mission as baptized Christians, to follow Jesus and to go forth and make disciples. You know, this week we had our Christmas social, and as an introvert, I'm not exactly, okay, social events. So I asked the Holy Spirit, okay, you take over. You guide me to who I should encounter at the social. I had three beautiful encounters. One, I encountered this man who was there by himself. He said, this is my first time I've ever been to St. Michael. I said, wow, how did you hear about the Christmas social? My friend saw it on Facebook and told me about it. Beautiful. Are we invitational? Are we inviting people? He accepted the invitation. He came. He revealed to me, he said, you know what? I'm an inactive Catholic. I'm falling away. And so I told him, I said, you know what? I prayed to the Holy Spirit to have me sit by whomever he wanted, and here you are. This is a providential meeting. Would you be willing to come meet with me? And he said, yes. We are all to live our lives on mission by virtue of our baptism to make disciples and to be lights in our world. Second message. What was John the Baptist's message? It was to prepare the way of the Lord. The Messiah is in hand. Jesus is coming. And how do we prepare? His central message was one of repentance. Turn away from your sin and back to God. Advent is a beautiful time, if we haven't already, to make a confession. Okay, this week we are adding times for reconciliation. So we'll have our normal confessions Wednesday morning, and then we will have five priests here on Thursday night and Friday night, 6 to 7 p.m., for the Sacrament of Reconciliation. 
You know, in biblical times, when a city was welcoming a king, they would pave the way. They'd make a highway into the city, removing any boulders, stones, any obstacles. This is confession. Allow Jesus to remove whatever is keeping him from coming into your life. Now, John's message is this. The Messiah is at hand. And when Jesus came, he pointed to Jesus. Behold the Lamb of God. What is the role of the Messiah? What has Jesus come to do? It's revealed in our first reading from Isaiah. To bring glad tidings to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives, to release prisoners, and to announce to hear a figure of the Lord. In other words, Jesus has come to usher in the great jubilee. In the Old Testament, every 50 years, the Jews would celebrate the jubilee year. Three things happened in the jubilee year. Debts were forgiven, slaves were freed, ancestral land was returned. What has Jesus come to do? To bring in the great spiritual jubilee, to free us from the debt of our sin, to release captives, especially to conquer the devil and release us from the bondage of sin and death, and ultimately to restore our ancestral land. What is the ancestral land that we've lost? The Garden of Eden, paradise, Jesus has come to open the gates of paradise to heaven for us. This is why we are celebrating Gaudete Sunday. We have a message of joy, of good news. And here's a question for us. Are we living the joy of the gospel? Living in the truth that Christ has won the victory? This is what St. Paul says in our second reading. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in all circumstances, give thanks. Are we rejoicing always? Bearing witness to our belief in Christ by our joy. And in all circumstances, even in the midst of our trials, tribulations, and sufferings, we are to give thanks. Why? Because we know all is happening in accord with God's will, and all things are working for our good, and we live in the truth now of Christ's victory. Okay, finally, we can't talk about John the Baptist without pointing to his amazing humility. Look, we hear in this gospel, people are ready to carry him off as the king and messiah. And he's like, I'm not the light. I'm not the prophet. I, I'm no one. I'm just a voice. You know what? When a voice proclaims the word, the voice vanishes, the word remains. John said, I am not the Messiah. Now, Archbishop Nauman tells all the priests, all ministers, all preachers of the gospel need to remember this. We're not here to develop a personality cult. We're not drawing people to ourselves. We're drawing people to Jesus. And this is what we see in John the Baptist. He wasn't drawing people to himself. He was pointing to the Lord. That's humility. Okay, John the Baptist, do you know when his birthday is? June 24th? I celebrate my birthday the same day. My, I'm supposed to decrease. Okay, John the Baptist. His birthday on June 24th is the longest day of the year. And you know what happens every day after June 24th? 
the light gets lesser until we get to Christmas, shortest day of the year. Because what are we celebrating at Christmas? That the light came into the darkness, then every day after Christmas, the days get longer. You see, John the Baptist said, I must decrease, he must increase. If we live this, we're living the gospel. The gospel is about allowing Jesus to live in and through us. I must decrease and allow Jesus to take over my life. To the point that we become an altar Christus, another Christ, where St. Paul says, Now it is not I who live, but Christ living in me. That we must decrease and allow Jesus to work through us. We have one week left of Advent. Let's go forth from here. Allowing Jesus and His light to shine through us. In many ways we live in darkness in our world today, but in the darkness the light shines brighter. We can bear witness now to the Gospel by our simple works of kindness and patience. And think in this time of year when we're patient with a clerk, when we let somebody cut in front of us, we're bearing witness to the joy of the Gospel, to the peace of God's Kingdom. We must decrease, he must increase in us. You know, the apostles of the interior life, they say the only gospel some people will ever read is your life. We are to bear witness to Jesus. Here's the message, mission, message and humility. Live our lives with purpose, with mission. Live the message, the joy of the gospel. Bear witness to the joy of Jesus Christ. And humility. We must decrease, allowing Jesus to increase and live in and through us so that we can bear the light of Christ to our world.